The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Victor Gindi, Hashem Yishmeru V'chayehu, for continued Hatzlacha in all his uh, endeavors, continued success, Biri'ut, health, happiness, and all good things. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in the Nishmat of Raham ben Esther, Wa'ashem Tanihana ben Aiden, Amen, Ufu'ashel Ema, Yosef, Ben Salam, Rahamim Ben Adel, Salam, Bat Rahel, and Arafan and Aim, Betok Sharukhul Amu Israel. Amen. We begin today's daf on Nuntet Amucheni on the bottom of the daf. But the words, Im Haya Makira. So we learned in a Braita that according to Bet Shamai, well, there's no obligation, let's say, to nurse the lady, the wife, is not obligated to nurse the child when she's married. But everybody agrees that if they got divorced, so that even Betelel says there's no obligation anymore to nurse the child. There's no obligation that the lady has to her husband after she gets divorced. But in a case where the child recognizes the mother, and she only wants, he only wants a nurse from the mother, so the husband or former husband is obligated to pay his wife, and he can force her to nurse the child, because the child is in a sort of danger. So the Gemara says, Ad Kama. Kabara says, How old is the child that you say he recognizes the mother? Which is, what age already could you start saying that the child has a certain amount of intellect where he knows the difference between his mother and uh, somebody else? So, Amar Abba, Amar Yirmiya, but Abba, Amar Rav, Shlosha Chodashim. Which is, after three months, it's already you could assume, or it's possible, let's say, for a child to recognize uh, his mother over somebody else. Less than three months, the kid's too small, he's not going to recognize, it's not even a She'elah. Now, just the She'elah doesn't start of Makira until uh, three months old. Shmuel says 30 days already the child can recognize. He says 50 days already the child can recognize. We have a three-way mahlukin. Three months, 30 days, 50 days. Amar of Shibibar which means the minimum is 50 days. She's after 50 days, that already you could, uh, it's possible that the child is makir. I understand Rav and Rabbi Yohanan, the three months or the 50 days, I can understand their logic. Each one is picking a time where the child's intellect already is developed enough that he can recognize his mother. Which means uh, the Mahlokan is in Harifut. There are certain children, they don't get this job until three months old. And the Bihanat says, no, you know why? You can get it even after 50. But the Gabbara says, Which means, could a child at 30 days? The Gabbara says, assuming at 30 days is already, you know, could be, it's a, it's a shortcut of point. Does a child already have no wisdom at 30 days old that he can know uh, between his mother and somebody else? And that's, it's seen as an early uh, stage, the Gabbara is asking. The Gabbara says, The Gabbara says, do not listen to these rules that my brother Yehuda uh, said over which means uh, he misquoted Shemuel Shemuel didn't say 30 days so don't listen to my brother what he said about quoting Shemuel that's not, uh, that's not what he said this is what Shemuel said all the time that he is makir which means third line of in shi'ur ladabar which means he didn't give any cut-off point. Ela bibdika adavar talui. Check. Im eno roeim shemakira kofe. 
אם אנו רואים שמכירה, if you see that the child recognizes the mother, תקופה, אומרים כתוב בשכר, ואפילו גרשה, which means he didn't give any cut up on third days, not third days, he just said, doing a check, and you'll see if he's מכיר או not. So the Gebarah says, what's exactly, how do you do this checking exactly over here? So the Gebarah says, האיד אתה אלה כמד שמואל. A lady came in front of שמואל, she was גירושה, she was divorced, she didn't want to nurse the child. Right? And the husband saying, no, you got to nurse the child. So what happened? Amalid Rabdimi Bar Yosef Zil Badka. All right, go, go, go test her. Go see if the child is a Makira or not. Azal. So he went. Utba Bidarad Dinche. He put her in a lineup with other ladies. He stood her up with all the different uh, women in a line. Vishakle Libra. Then he, they, took, they took the baby. The Kamadar Le Alayu. And they pass the baby around from one lady to the other. Each lady is holding the baby for, for a little while. They're passing it down the line. When it got to the mother, The baby was lifting his head and looking directly at the mother. Which means that as she's language, just so you get the language, is which means he was, he was staring at the mother, which means he recognized, obviously, that uh, this was uh, somebody he knows. Mm-hmm. All the other ladies, the kids kid said it was down. Got to the mother, and the kid looked up and looking. So what did she do? She turned her face away. She didn't want the kid to look at him and start uh, crying or whatever it is getting, uh, no. So she, she turned her head uh, away. Right? So the Gemara says, Amar Amar La, so the rabbi tells her, right, Abdimi Bar Yosef, Nataf Enayich, put your eyes down. Jeez, what are you turning your head away for? Look at, look at, look at, look at the child. Put your eyes down. Kum Dareberech, go and lift your child up. Take your child, which means the kid recognizes you. You can, uh, cannot deny it. It's Makira. So that's the test that you do. You compare it to, to the other lady, you see the kid's reaction. In this case over here was clear. So he says, uh, you know, go take, take, take your child. So the Gemara says, how does a blind Darmanan child know? Is it possible that a blind child can recognize his mother over somebody else? So the Gebra says, with the smell of his mother and the taste of the milk. Some say that Rehav here is talking about the, the smell of a breath. And the Ta'ama is also the milk. It seems each milk has a distinct taste that the child uh, recognizes. Therefore, even a Someh, it's possible to recognize the uh, mother uh, from the, those uh, uh, properties. Tanur Banan, we have a Braita. Yonek Tinok Veholech Ad Esrim Chodesh. Okay. Time for nursing a child is 24 months. And that's the maximum time according to Tanakama. You can nurse a child for 24 months. Mikan ve'ilach kiyonek shekets. After 24 months, it's like the child is nursing something that's isur. It's like he's yonek a shekets. That's it. After 24 months, it's, uh, it's isur already. That she says, ki'il yonek davar meshukatz. It's as if he's nursing something that's uh, meshukatz, that's uh, isur, like a shekets, right? So that's according to Tarakama. The very actually the very Rabbi Yehazir, Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Afilu Arba veChamesh Shanim. No, child can nurse four or five years old. Depends if he's healthy, four years old. If he's a little weak, five years old. But you can go four or five years old. That's why Tosfot understands four or five. Pirash leachar esrim v'arba chodesh. Oh, but once already, let's say. The child stopped nursing after 24 months for a certain period of time. Once already he stopped, he was weaned for a little while. The Hosea, and then he goes back to your next shekets. That's already, again, your next shekets. So even the Biyoshua holds that while you can nurse till four or five years old, but once you stop for a period of time after 24 months, can't go back. And if they, they, they bring the kid back, so it's already considered your next shekets. It's like you're giving him uh, something that is Meshukatz. So now the Gemara is going to analyze. Amar Mor, we have a statement. Mikan ve'ila ki yonek sheket. He said from 24 months and on, it's considered like yonek sheket. Udmini, we have a contradiction. Yachol yehalav malcheshetayim tameh. So now we're going to explain, how do you even know that the mother's milk is permissible? Stop, how do you know mother's milk in general is kesher, is, uh, is edible? So the Gemara says, we're going to get proof. Yachol yehalav malcheshetayim tameh. Who's considered a Mahalchesh A person that walks on two. A person that walks on two is a human being. They call him a Mahalchesh 
So he, the Gemara says, would you have thought that the milk of a human being, of a lady, is forbidden? Would you think it's Asur? Vidinu. You know what? I could make you a homer to say it's Asur. Why? Uma behema. When it comes to a behema, for example, a behema teme'a. Let's take a, a, a camel, okay? Shekalta bimaga'a. You touch a camel when it's alive. Is there any tum'ah when a camel's alive? There's no tum'ah. Even if it's animal's tum'ah, its flesh does not exude tum'ah when it's alive. So we're lenient on its maga'ah when it's alive. And still what? Ihmarta And still we say the camel's milk is forbidden. Adam. Shehmarta bimaga'o. A human being, a lady that is tum'ah even when she's alive. She says tum'at nidaf. You touch her, you become tum'ah. Enodin shetahmir bihalbo. Or the most of we should have said the milk. If the animal that in itself, when it's alive, doesn't exude to but its milk is forbidden. So a lady that is Tame'ah when she's alive, or the most of her milk should become forbidden. That's the Gemara's Kavah Homer. Have Amina. Tamud Domar. But we have a Pasuk. Gezerat Katuv. Et Gamal ki Gerahu. It says that the Gamal is forbidden. Right? Because it only has one of the two signs. So the Gemara makes a uh, diuk over here on this uh, statement over here. The Gemara, the Torah goes out of its way to say, which is, it is to exclude something else. Camel, the milk is Tameh. The milk of a human being is Tahor. The who is coming to exclude? This year, the exclusion of something else. You know you have a kava homer to say asur, but I have a gizat katuf. Gizat so I, now I know that what? Mother's milk is mutah. So the Gemara says, okay. Yachol, otsiyet ha-halav. Gemara says, okay, I understand. I'm going to exclude halav from the isur. Meaning, halav will be permissible. She'eno shave bakol. Because it's not equally forbidden across the board. What do you mean? Because even by animals, there are certain animals that the milk is kosher. Right? Take a cow. The cow's milk is kosher. So therefore, it's not shaved bakot. By milk, I understand there's room to be lenient. Because even by animals, some milk is kosher. So therefore, I understand why you choose milk to say that mother's milk is okay. Because it's not a conclusive isur even by uh, animals. But, velo otsiyet adam. But maybe I'm going to say what? That the blood of a human being should be asur. Because that's equally asur. That the, the blood of every animal is isur. So therefore maybe I'll come and say that the Torah when it came along and gave this exclusion, it's only about the milk. Milk can be more lenient. My blood, blood is bakol. No, Every animal's blood is forbidden. And therefore maybe human blood should also be forbidden to consume. Again, we have a Gezrat Katuv. Again, the blood only of animals is forbidden, but the blood of a human being is mutar. The Amar of Sheshat, Afilu Mitzvat Pirisha Enbo. When we get to the milk, going back to the milk, Rav Sheshat's making a statement. When we said that mother's milk is permissible, it's permissible not only from the Torah, but there's not even a mitzvah to be poresh. There's no stringencies from the rabbis. I mean, mother's milk is permissible. Legamre. Oh, so then the question then we're back is, what happens after two years? Or I should say, what happens after 24 months, to be more precise? You told me after 24 months, ki yonek sheket. Yonek sheket. Mother's milk is permissible. We have gizot, 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 over here. Now you tell me, after 24 months, yonek sheket. So what happened over here? So Gebra says, la kashya. Ha de parish, ha de lo parish. Oh, we have a klal over here. Ha diktani mutar. That which we learned, the mother's milk is permissible. Kishipirish midadeh ha'isha lichli. That's when you extracted it from the mother's breast and you put it in a vessel, that mother's milk is permissible. Vayonek minadad ki yonek sheketz midrabbanan. However, when the child is nursing, that already is forbidden in Rabbanam. Meaning like this. Really, to nurse from the mother, the rabbis will say nursing from the mother. 
But what? For the first 24 months, the kid needs the, the milk. So we, we can't dose it. It's, so the kid needs it. After 24 months already, so now already the hachamim assume you don't need that anymore. Now if the kid wants to drink it from when it comes out of it into a cup, no problem, mother's milk is permissible. But to drink from the dad after 24 months, that already, not that the milk per se becomes a, 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 the same milk. But what? They don't want the, the, the child to nurse after 24 months. Some Mephashim learned it that it's like a Balta Shaketsu. It's already after 24 months, it's, a, it's, not, a, it's not a proper uh, uh, item. It's like a disgusting thing for a child after that age, let's say, to do such a thing. But they rabbinically uh, uh, forbade such, a, such an item. So they were really mother's milk is permissible forever. Meaning, when Nafshishat made a statement and said, there's not even a Gizrat Rabbanan. That's when it's in a cup. Which means, if it's in a cup, the kid could be five years old. Entry kid is no problem. However, from the mother's uh, dad, so that's already, yeah, right, six or seven, exactly. Exactly, so to 20 years old, that's the Isud. But the point is, once it's in the dad, if they gave it 24 months, they gave it Isud Rabbanan. Now, now go away, go slow. Right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's the Mahlokit. That's not look at it. It's after five years old, but after five years old, you have to stop. There's always a cut, right? There's always a cutoff, but there's always a cutoff. So the Gemara says, "Ad look now the halufa bedam." The opposite applies to blood, meaning like this: by mother's milk, when it's in a cup, it's permissible, but when it's in the dad, it's forbidden. Dam is the exact opposite. Tanya, dam shal gabekikar. You have blood, let's say, that's on a loaf of bread. The guy bites into a loaf of bread, his gums were bleeding. So that is some blood now on the loaf. Gorero ve'ochlo. So the deen is you have to scrape off the blood, and then you can eat the bread. Shibbenashinayim, but let's say it's still in your mouth. The blood is between his teeth, his gums were bleeding. Motzetzo ve'enochoshesh. He can suck the blood and swallow it no problem. So you see, by blood it's the opposite. So long as it's still inside, it's permissible. Once it comes out, it's forbidden. By milk, once it comes out, it's okay. When it's in the dad, it's forbidden. Blood is the opposite. It, it comes out, already asur. It's in the body still, it never came out of your mouth yet? Uh, swallow it. Now what's the logic in this Gizerot? Uh, so she gives us the logic over here. The opposite applies to blood. The midparish asur midrabanan. The mechlaf bedam behema. The concern is once the blood of a human being comes out of his mouth, and the and somebody else is eating it, so the people are going to think, ah, dam behema is permissible. So it's a gezera. The ati the mar dam behema achal. They're going to see it and say, ah, the guy ate dam behema. You can tell them between the dams. Hey, blood. Dam shal kikar. Right, he bit into the into the bread. Vinikarbo damashinayim. Gorero, you scrape off the dam. Motzitzo. Now, when the blood's in your mouth, nobody sees what you're doing. So nobody's going to come to matir dam behema if you come and swallow the blood that's in your mouth. So it's like a maritayin situation over here. That really, really, the dam that's even outside of your mouth should be permissible. Minatora, dam is mutar. When the blood comes out, people see you eating it, they're going to say, What? Oh, the guy's eating dam behema. Oh, gezera, guy's with dam behema. But she goes in your mouth. Who sees anything? Nobody sees anything. Now continue, Rashi. Or continue. Now, when it comes to the. When it comes to the milk, let's discuss the logic of the milk. When it comes into a cup, there's no reason to be osir. Because nobody's going to come and say that, oh, he's drinking camel's milk. Because it looks different. When you have the mother's milk in the cup, he's oh, the guy sees I'm drinking the mother's milk. I don't know, maybe say, go, go drink camel. Why don't you make that gizera? Because it doesn't look the same. Blood is blood. Blood looks like the same thing. Mother's milk has distinct properties. So therefore, when it's in the cup, which will make a gizera? It's kosher. You also have kosher milk from a cow. Also have from a cow as well. But it, yeah, but it's also, it's not shavei bechol, not shavei bechol. And I'm not worried about cows because it looks different as well. 
Mashiachan, when it's in the dad, then already the hachamim will say it after a certain time, because it's extracted from the dad after a certain age. The rabbis uh, said that that's kiyonek uh, shekets. Let's discuss just some of the halachot uh, that come out of this uh, come out of this din. So the halacha writes in Shulchan Aruch Yireh the Asiman Pe Aleph Halacha Zayin Tinok. Yonek ad sov dalit shanim Lebari Vahamisha lekahush Okay, so Lebi Yoshua, like the Tosafot explained Four years old if he's healthy, five years old if uh, he's weak Imlo pirash, if he didn't stop Aval im pirash And we'll see exactly how long The Gemara is going to tell us how long is uh, pirash considered Lo yahziruhu Then you can't, uh, can't put him back Vush pirash metoch buryo that's all he's talking about if he was, uh, was stopped nursing out of because he was healthy. Let's say the kid got sick, so for a couple of days he wasn't uh, nursing. So, you could put him back. If the kid stopped nursing out of health. And then the kid was in danger, so of course you put him back without a shayla mahazirin. You put him back, no problem. Once the sakana passes, already you have to stop. Because once already he was weaned from health, so then already he cannot go back. Only mishum sakana. Within 24 months, Alakha brings down. We can go back. Which is the law of not going back only kicks in after 24 months. Within 24 months, even if he was weaned for a couple of days, he's uh, permissible to go back. Halav isha mutar. Afilu Okay, that's halakha. The milk, mother's milk is permissible. Vehu shepirash kegon shehalavto letoch keli. Good. It's only permissible when it's in a... It's in a vessel, like we learned. Aval gadol ayonik mishde isha. Gadol is either after 24 months and he was weaned and so on and so forth. Kiyonek sheretz. Umakino to makat mardut. It's a sudra banana. We don't give They give him makat mardut. Next halakha is by blood. Dam adam. In piresh mimenu. If it came out of him, asur mishum marit ayin. It's only asur gizrad rabbanan marit ayin. Lefichach in nashach hakikar bishinav. You have to scrape it off. But the blood that's in between the front teeth, the brushes his teeth. Right? And sometimes he bleeds. So if he swallowed that blood, there's no isur mechlal. That's dam adam shelo pirash. That is permissible. Tanya. Rabbi Mirinos Omer. Okay, Rabbi Mirinos says, Goneyach Yonek Halav Beshabbat. You have a guy who's a Goneyach. What's a Goneyach? So that she tells us that is a fellow Hamiyalil Mikhevlibo. He has a heartache. And uh, the Gemara says that the uh, cure for heartache is for him to suck the milk of a goat. He sucks goat's milk. That's permissible. Well, the problem is, uh, sucking goat's milk on Shabbat is Isur. What's the Isur? There's one of the Isurim is, of the Melachot of Shabbat is Dash. Dash is threshing. What's the properties of Dash? Where you smash the wheat, the, the chaff, and the chaff separates and the kernel comes out. It's extracting like the food from the, uh, from the chaff, right? To a, to a, to a Melachot. That's called Dash. So there's also a tolda of dash. One of the toldot of dash is mefarek. Mefarek tolda de dash means that to nurse or to let's say milk a cow on Shabbat would be isur of mefarek. Because what are you doing? It's similar. Through an action you're extracting the good, the milk from the flesh which is unedible at that point. So therefore it's mefarek tolda de dash. Also this guy over here has got a heartache on Shabbat. And the only way he can cure himself is why he's got to go to the to the ayahs. And he's got to suck the milk from the Iz. And that's mefarek. Is he allowed to do that on Shabbat or not? Now let's be very clear. If the guy's in Sakana, there's no Gemara. We don't need a Gemara to tell us that the guy has Sakana. So Pekuah Nefesh, Duhai Kola, Tura Kola, Vadai can go, Yonek, and there's no, there's no issue. From the dad of the, of the Iz. But the, the case over here is talking about over where he's not in Sakana, but he's in Sa'ar. He's in uh, pain. So the Gemara is going to say, Huh? 
So the Gemara is going to say, the Gemara is going to say what? That really Mefarik is forbidden, but what? Since over he's been come tsar, and this type of Mefarik is kil ahariyad, you're not doing it in the normal fashion. The normal way you do it is with your hands. You, you, you milk a, a, a goat. This guy's doing it directly from his, his mouth. He's putting on the on the dad of the eyes. So it's mefarek el achariyad bimkom tsar. The mirinos is going to say mutar. So let's read this inside again. Gemara says. Tanya Rabbi Mirino Sumet Goneyah Yonek Halab Shabbat. My Ta'ama Yonek Mefarek Kilahariyad. This is already doing it Kilahariyad because doing it with his mouth. You don't normally nurse a, a, a milk a, a goat with his mouth. Umim Kom Sahara Logazu Rabbanan. In the case of Sahara, so the rabbis already they wave their uh, they wave the Isud over here. Now, there's a whole Tosfot over here that comes along and says, you didn't even have to tell me the Kilahariyad business. We have a rule that we learned in Masechet Shabbat, according to one sheet at least, that uh, dash only applies, and it's toladot, to gidule karka, the things that grow from the ground. Where, where's the original dash? By wheat. So therefore the toladot have to be similar to the av. So therefore there's no dash if it's not an item that grows from the ground. So the animal doesn't grow from the ground. So therefore this whole mefarek is kilachariyad because it's not gidule uh, karka. Which means you don't have to say you did it in an unusual manner. Even if you did it in the usual manner, it's not the normal mefarek. Because mefarek only applies to things that grow from the ground. Mm-hmm. So Tosfor has to say that we're going alibad, the shittat of the Yehuda, that holds, yesh dishash shilob begidu karka. But any kind of, according to the shittat, other shittat, you don't even have to come out to this kalahayat business. Just say the reason why it's permissible because it's uh, in the karka. Now we go to another case. Amar of Yosef. Halakha can be miris. Okay, halakha falls of mirinos. He can do that. Guys, a heartache on Shabbat needs to nurse from the uh, the orders of the goat. Mutar. Okay. Tanya, we have a brighter. Nahum ish galia omer. Sinor shalubo kashkashin. You have, let's say, a gutter pipe, top of the roof. Now, what the gutter pipe is, the water collects in it, drains it off the roof, and that's very good. But what happened? Let's say you have a clog now. It's clogged. You have, let's say, debris, uh, grass, and leaves, and stuff like that. So now what's happening? The water can't flow freely through the gutter. What ends up happening? It overflows, ends up going back on the roof, and ends up going into the house. So the guy wants to unclog his uh, gutters uh, on Shabbat. So Gabriel says, He go up to the roof, and he could smash it with his feet. But you just press down with his feet all this debris in order that the water should continue flowing. But do it mitzvah. Don't do it in a public fashion. I guess whatever that means in a, in a private way without making too much uh, noise. And uh, you don't have to worry about it. Now what's the issue over here? The issue is you're mitakin. You're fixing. To undo a clog, it's one of the issues. It's the mitakin. It's like you're building. So the Gabbana says, Maita'ama mitakin kil ahariyadu. But you're doing it in a not normal fashion. Normally, how do you make the can a clog? You take the stuff out, you put your hands. But you're pressing it down with your feet, so you're doing tikkun in the not normal fashion. Umkom peseda, lo gazu barabanana. Place of peseda, the rabbis will not go there. Amar Rabbi Yosef, halakha kenachum ishgalia. Halakha follows nachum ishgalia. And the Tosafot comes on very, very important. Tosafot gives you a klal over here in Marit Ayin. Tosfot's question is like this. You're telling me what? Do it bitsinah. Why do it bitsinah? Because I'm concerned, I don't want the uh, maritain factor. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to think I'm going on the roof and doing uh, you know, roof work. So therefore, do it bitsinah. But Tosfot quotes a very important halakha that says anything that's asur mishum maritain is asur afilu behadre hadarim. Once they will say something from Maritain, it's a suit, even if he's in a, in a, in a closed door, closed room, nobody watching. Mm-hmm. Don't make a haluk now if, there's a, if you're in public or not. As soon as you're in Maritain, I'm So what's going on over here? You're coming to tell me, do it bitsinah. Who cares bitsinah? Bitsinah is like hadri hadrim, it's a suit. So Tosfot gives a rule over here. Tosfot says that's only on an item that is isur melachat de oraita. Which means, but this case over here, even if they see you, all you're doing over here is, the whole item is just the Isur, the Rabbanan. So therefore, an Isur, the Rabbanan items, that they were sir mishru marit ayin, it's only Asur in public. But items that are done, bitsinah would be permissible. An item that is like a, the right item that you're doing it in a certain way, 
that the rabbis will say like he just gives you an example. He says like this: Hayin davka biisud melachad deoraiti kegon shotan dehama, which means the case is told about when let's say a guy taking his uh, clothes over that got wet and he's uh, laying them out in the sun in order to dry. Why can't you put it in front of the people? She'im yiru yisbiru shikavsam b'shabbat. Right, because uh, you, know, you stop laying them out in front of the sun, the people can think, hey, this guy, you know, he didn't used to do right, the guy washed his clothes uh, on Shabbat. So therefore we say, what? That's a sun even behadre hadarim. What are they going to see the guy doing? Kicking with his foot. No, it's the most they're going to think he did what is what? Isud Rabbanan. So on Isud Rabbanan, lo gazru behadre hadarim. But if the people are going to think he's doing an Isud Oraita, that's a Sur even behadre hadarim. If a guy, in the case of the laundering, they think it's kind of, you would launder on Shabbat. Laundering is Isud Oraita. You can't even do it b'tzana'ah. But shake it over here, what are they going to, even if they see him, what are they going to say he did? He's kicking down the dirt. What's kicking down the dirt in a, the debris in a, in a pipe? They know it's Kalahariyah, they see he's doing it with his foot. So therefore the worst thing is Rabbanan, they weren't Osirit Behadri Hadri Bitsina'ah. Now, uh, fine. More, we had a statement to be Yeshua Amir Afidu Arba Bahamish Shanim. We said what? That he can, uh, the mother can nurse the child even four or five years old. Four, we said for health, if a healthy child, that's the cutoff, and five if he's weak. That tell you to be Yeshua Amir Afidu Havilato Al Kitifav. Rabbi Yeshua is a different place, the mother can nurse. And even if his knapsack is on his back, which means the kid already is going to school already, the kid can he has his knapsack on his back, which means he's old already. So make up your mind, is it four or five years old, or is it ketefav, habila toal ketefav? Eidi v'eidi had shi'urahu. The Gemara says it's the same shi'ur, which means it's, it's the same way of saying it. Whether four or five years old, or even when he has his uh, sack uh, on his back. Amar of Yosef, halakha, kedabi Yoshua, halakha, and he follows the Yoshua. Gemara continues. Hiresh lachar eslim varbaach. So we learned in the Gemara that if a child was Puresh after 24 months of nursing, and if he goes back, so then already it's no good. It's a suit. It's like considered the Yonek Sheket. It's considered that he's nursing from a Sheket, which means not as forbidden. So the Gemara says Vechama, which means how long is considered an interruption? How long is considered stopping to nurse the break? So Amar of Yehuda bar Habiba Mar Shemuel Okay, three days. Three days may it take me seventy-two hours. Ika de Amre Tani of Yehuda bar Habiba Kemed Shemuel Shloshayamim. So you have a brighter to support that that it is indeed three days. Tanu Rabbanan Mineket Shemet Bala Betok Esrim Barba Chodesh. Let's say a lady was uh, nursing a baby, and it's within twenty-four months, and then her husband died. She should not get engaged to somebody else, nor should she get married to somebody else. Until 24 months pass, the logic is because if she gets married before 24 months to somebody else, she might get pregnant from the second guy. Now, once she gets pregnant, the milk dries up, and now this new husband is not going to want to support a son from a different uh, husband, and then the child will become uh, the Sukan. And he's going to die, So therefore they say, wait for 24 months till he's weaned, and then she can get married. That's the opinion of Rabbi Meir. But Rabbi Yehuda, Matir. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, it's mutar to get married. Bishmona Asar Chodesh. Only after 18 months. So we have a look between um, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. What is the cutoff point? Rabbi Meir says 24 months, and Rabbi Yehuda says the time is uh, 18 months. And we'll see in the Gemara. As she says, Dayo litinok linak mekachlish. It's enough. Eighteen months is enough for him to nurse. Amar Rabbi Natan bar Yosef. Hen hen devre bechamai. Hen hen devre betelil. These opinions that we just quoted in the Bimir and the Biyuda are actually the same opinions of bechamai and betelil. Shbet chamai omrim esrim ba'arba'a chodesh. Bechamai says twenty-four months. Or betelil omrim shmonasar chodesh. Good. So you see, twenty-four eighteen is also machlokah bechamai betelil. Amar Rabbi Gamliel. Ani achriya. Now that word achriya is really out of place. I will explain. That's the Masorah Tashas uh, changes that. Ani Afarish. I will explain the Mahlok. The Devreya, Miriasi Barba Chodesh. According to the opinion that says she can't get married until after 24 months, the, really the cutoff point is she can get married after 21 months. Why? Because even if she gets pregnant immediately, it takes three months for her to lose the milk. So therefore, if it's 24 months, she can start to get married even after 
21 months because you have a three month uh, buffer zone over there where she's not going to get uh, lose the milk anyway and the according to opinion is 18 months so then the current point will be 15 months because she's still at the three month uh, period even if she gets pregnant immediately from the second guy she's not going to lose the milk until after the third month because the milk does not become ne'ikar, uh, you want to say it, putrid or spoiled or weak. Anyway, it's not until after three months anyway, so therefore you have no problem. Amar halacha yuda. Halacha follows kerebi yuda. It says what? The cutoff point is 18 months so she can get married. Amar the rabbi was matin me based on the biyudah that says 18 months. He took also the kula of the rabbi of Rabban Gamliel, Rabban Gamliel, that said what? Could even go three months earlier, which is 15 months. Because even if she gets pregnant, the milk is not going to stop for three months later. The Gemara says. A story. Ari says like the uh, sharecropper. Sharecropper came in front of Abaye with a uh, question. So here's a question like this: uh, Is it permissible to get married within uh, after 15 months? Which means you have a case over here where uh, Aminekit. Right? She was nursing a child, the husband died. So the, the guy's asking a question. She wants to get married. Not married, engaged. Now, engaged is much simpler because engaged is nothing can happen when they're engaged. There's no B.I. when they're engaged. The milk's not going to stop when they're engaged. So he came along and asked the rabbi, can you get engaged after 15 months? So he came along and he calculated a heter. How? First of all, let's, let's go to the sources. You have a mahluk to be even Is it 18 months or 24 months? Well, in that mahluk, the halakha can be yudah. Halakha follows the yudah that it's 18 months. Ve'od, ve'chamayu betelel, halakha ke betelel. Now we also had a mahluk ve'chamayu betelel, the same argument, 24, 18. And halakha follows betelel, says what is 18. Ve'amar ula, and already we have ula, stem this in halakha ke be yudah. Good. And already we have a story of an Amalina that was matir for a lady to get married. Not engaged. Married after 15 months. So therefore, Koshikin, the Atli Aris, all the most you're asking only for Irusin. So he methodically proved why the Allah should say it's mutar for you to get engaged or for the Minikin to get engaged after already 15 months. So when he came in front of Rav Yosef to ask the uh, question, Rabbi came to Rav Yosef, I guess it was his rabbi, so he told him what happened, so it was Matir them uh, to get engaged uh, after uh, 15 months. So Rav Yosef tells him, you made a mistake. Rav Ushmuel, the Amrit Arvayu, what do you mean? Rav Ushmuel both said, Sedicha, Lamtin, Islim, Arbaa, Chodesh, it's 24 months. Chutz, Miyom, Shinolabo, not including the day that the child was born, the Chutz, Miyom, Shinit, Arsabo, and not including the day of the engagement, which means it's 24 months to get engaged. So therefore, that's Rav Shmuel's opinion, which means he, Rav Yosef was telling him, you made a mistake. We don't forsake like what you thought. We forsake Rav Shmuel, that it is indeed Asur. Rahat batret lata parse. So Abaye ran after the uh, Aris, the 23 uh, parsaot, to try to catch him, to tell him that uh, he made a mistake in Allah. The Amrida parsa bihala. And some say, no, he, he ran one parsa in sand, which is difficult to run in the sand, but he ran to try to catch up to him. The law adreche. But he wasn't able to catch up to him. So therefore, he really told him the wrong Allah he wasn't able to, to, to rescind it. Amar and now we understand what the rabbi said. Even such a simple question, if somebody comes along and asks you, are you allowed to have an egg with uh, kuta, with yogurt? Which is, the assumption is maybe the egg is considered meat of some sort. Now everybody knows that an egg is considered pav. It's not considered milk, it's not considered meat after it's developed. So therefore, even such a simple question, if somebody comes and asks you, are you allowed to put bi'ata, the egg in the kuta? Lo lishri inish bimkom Do not say mutar in front of your rabbi. Why? Because the Gemara gives a new reason over there. Why should even such a simple thing? What do you mean? It's such an elephant. Everybody knows That's the classic example when somebody wants to say in halakha that it's an easy question. They say, ah, this is bi'atabikutha. This is a simple question. So the rabbi, now you taught me a lesson. That even something that's like bi'atabikutha. A student should not matir in front of his rabbi. Why? Not because it looks like a chutzpah. 
Because when you're in front of the rabbi, and when it comes to halakha, you lose your si'ata dishmaya. Which means you don't, you're not going to have divine assistance. Which means, what happened to me, Abba Yassas? I was in front of Rabbi Yosef, and he was in the same town, and uh, the, the guy came and asked a question. Uh, it wasn't chutzpah, it wasn't uh, doing it in, a, in an arrogant way, but what? I made a mistake. Why? Because when you're in front of your rabbi, they take away the si'ata dishmaya when it comes to being a posek alagot. Lo hasta yamilta. Tashi says, yoreka alagot. Tosfot kazlogot says, which means nafkamina. Let's say the rabbi is mochel, the student. The rabbi comes says, I'm mochel, you can say the halakha. Doesn't matter. But the si'ata dishmaya fact is not up to the rabbi. Even if he's mochel, it's not any other konspa. So the rabbi says, now we see what the rabbi said, that you shouldn't say halakha for the rabbi. Lememra. Gabara says, And he's coming on to say, I knew Rav Shmuel. I learned that from Rav Yosef. He taught me Rav Shmuel's uh, ruling. That it's uh, 24 months to, for engage, engagement. I forgot it. I forgot it. It slipped my mind. Which is, let's say a lady, she gave her son over to a wet nurse. Okay, to the nurse. Oh, Gemalato. Gemalato, she weaned him from nursing. Oh, met. Oh, Bermanan, the child died. Muteret linase miyad. So in all these cases, permissible to marry immediately. Now let's analyze it. Go after the reason. The whole reason is what? Because they're the child, right? You're going to marry early, she's going to get pregnant, and the child's not going to have milk, and the other guy's not going to want to support the child. But in the case where the child died, for example, none of this applies. She can get married immediately. It's a serious issue, which means you have to wait three months, let's say. You have Hana or something like that. But uh, let's say the child is, has a wet nurse. So what's the difference? The wet nurse is a nursing. Well, it does, does, doesn't affect the lady. Or let's say she weaned him. So in all these cases over there, the logic doesn't apply. The difference is, It's permissible to get married immediately. So the rabbi says, okay, we had a brighter. We want to follow the halakha like it was to let a lady get married uh, right away. She was in one of these uh, situations over here. So the older lady, she came along and said, What do you mean? To me, happened the story, which was, I was... Uh, she had a case over here. Well, let's say her uh, her child died. The Asad lead of Nahman. And Abd Nahman said, you still got to wait the 24 months. Mm-hmm. So therefore, even, even though you had this bright us, but for Abd Nahman was not being uh, lenient. Ini, oh. what are you talking about? We have a contradiction. We have a story with Abd Nahman that he allowed, there was a family in the, in the Rish Giluta that this happened to, and uh, which means they had a uh, wet nurse, and uh, they came to the rabbis, and uh, Rav Nachman, they said, listen, we have a wet nurse, uh, the husband died, can uh, she get married immediately? The rabbi said, yes. So you see, Rav Nachman holds that uh, when, the, when the reason doesn't apply, it's supposed to get married immediately. So how can you tell me Rav Nachman all said? The Kabbalah says, wait, Shani Beresh Giluta, Delo Hadar is different, because the nurse is not going to quit. Generally speaking, by a regular person, the nurse quits. So even if you have a wet nurse nursing the, the baby, it's no guarantee she's going to be working for you tomorrow. She'll come along and say, hey, I got a better job, I'm leaving. So therefore, now what? Now you got married, now the child's going to be without milk. They're powerful. It's a powerful family. It's a family of the, uh, of the, uh, the controlling uh, family. So therefore, what? She, she's scared to say, I'm uh, going to quit. So therefore, when there's a wet nurse, you can assume she's going to say, that's why they were matir. So just because she was matir for the resh geluta, there's no indication they would matir for regular people. That's what it says. The nurse will not retract. The nurse will not uh, rescind from her uh, position. Amar lura pape, ve'atun. Which means, you don't hold this halakha. Uh, which means, uh, that you said, Rav Nachman said it's Asur, right? Mm. Well, you, you need Rav Nachman to tell you it's Asur? We have a Bifirus Braita that also says, from a different place, that it's Asur. Why, what's the Braita? Okay, we have a case. You have a lady that's married, but she's always running back and forth to her father's house. She's always by her father's house, which means she doesn't spend uh, time in the house with her husband, meaning for her husband to get her uh, pregnant. She's always running back home to her father's house. Or they were angry. Angry so there was no tashmish between the husband and the wife. Or the husband, let's say, was in jail. Or he was constantly overseas. Or he was overseas. Oh, he's old, cannot have children. Oh, Oh, Shaita Akara. Oh, she cannot have children for certain reasons. She's Akara, Zekena, Ailonit. Ailonit, she has a condition where she cannot uh, have the children. 
Vikatana, or she's a minor, which can let children have a pellet, all that say she just has miscarriages always. Ahar mitat ba'la, which means, uh, that's if she had a miscarriage after the death of her uh, husband. Okay? So therefore you know for sure that she's not pregnant. All let's say she's not reality because let's say she took um, uh, she took out her uh, ovaries. She did like an operation of such a sort. They still have to wait the three months of Havana if they want to get married, even though it doesn't apply. Lady, uh, her husband was in jail. You know she didn't have Tashmish for, 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 for the whole time he was in jail with the husband. He dies in jail. The she's permissible to get married. The whole reason why I have to wait three months is what? Maybe she's pregnant from the husband, and now you're not going to know if she gets pregnant right away from the next guy. You're not going to know exactly who the child belongs to. But in these cases over here, nothing applies. And still, as Abimi here say, you got to wait the three months. It's almost as if what? Lo peluk. When the rabbis gave the three month rule, the three month rule applies conclusively. Ah, Rabbi Matid li ares miyad. And Rabbi Yosef comes up and says, nah, mutar, to get engaged and to get married right away. Why? Go after the reason. The whole reason is, who's the baby? In this case, well, you know where the baby's from. So comes to and says, Amar of Dahman, Amar Shul Halakha, can it be Me'ir, Bigzerotav? Oh, and the Dahman says, we're going to go like Rabbi Me'ir when it comes to his Gezerot. So therefore, what do you see what Rabbi Dahman's logic is? That even though the reason doesn't apply, the rule is the rule. The rule, the three-month rule applies. So similarly, the twenty-four-month rule is the rule, which means even though it doesn't apply, which means there's a wet nurse, the baby died, or the baby was weaned, doesn't matter. Which means you know already from this brayta that Rav Nachman himself goes with the lopelug rule. When the rabbis make the gezera, it's conclusive. Whether the reason applies, it doesn't apply. So Amarle, so he told. So he said, "What did you have to t- t- tell me from a story of Rav Nachman?" We have clearly a Braita, and we have Rav Nachman's statement on the Braita that says, Halakha, can it be Meir? So comes again and says, Amalil Lava Dachtin. So you're right, I, I didn't know that Braita. If I would have known that uh, Braita, I don't have to make stories. I can just tell you, we know Rav Nachman's opinion, it's, uh, he's Mahmir, regardless. Vilcheta, so Gibran comes out with Halakha. Met Mutar. Oh. If the child died, mutar for to get married, right away. Gimalato asur. But if she weaned them, so then already it's going to be asur. That she's, the Gemara says, more barab ashe amar afilu met name asur. Now, the reason is like this. The reason, the first logic is, gimalato asur, because you're worried that the lady's going to wean him. She wants to get married now. So what is she going to do? She'll wean the child. The child's not ready to be weaned. She's going to wean the child in order so she can get married. Now, we don't, we don't suspect she's going to kill the child in order to get married. So therefore, met if she's weaned, no good. Because she hoshesh that the lady's going to do it on purpose. Now, the next shaitan says, Why? She doesn't Because he says, no. The lady will go kill the baby in order to go get married. So that's why even Mitt is going to be Asur. So the Gemara says, And there was a story where a lady choked a child in order to go get married to, uh, to somebody else. The Gemara says, no, 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 relax. That's, there was no story. Like, that wasn't the story. That's not what happened. That was a shota. The lady was crazy. She was insane. Which means a lady is not going to strangle a child if she has uh, her brains. You must say, what? That she was a shota. Don't get an episode over there of this lady. And therefore, you have no, no, no proof to your, uh, your shita. But let's say you have a wet nurse. Okay, so the wet nurse is nursing uh, somebody's baby, and they give. Uh, 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 she should not nurse another child while she's. She took this job, she's nursing somebody, you know, she's nursing uh, A. She should not now take a child from B and nurse simultaneously. Furthermore, not her own child. Doesn't matter who the child is. Whether it's her child or somebody else's child. Now, now let's say the family that hired the wet nurse, they were posek to her little mizonot. We're going to give her money to feed herself. She, she cannot rely on eating a little. She has to eat a lot in order that the milk will become uh, produced. And she should not eat things 
that are detrimental for the milk. That's our uh, obligations. So the Gemara says, "Hashta bina amartlo ben haverita mibaya." But let's go slow. You told me that this wet nurse, when she's nursing somebody else's child, she cannot nurse her own child. Even you have to tell me, because she can't, because she can't, she cannot nurse somebody else's child. If even her own child, you're telling me she can't nurse. Do you have to tell me that she cannot nurse simultaneously, uh, meaning during her job, somebody else's child? Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, yes, it's Hadush. Which means, the Hadush is the son. The son, I'll tell you, it's Asur, why? Because she, she has mercy on her son. And therefore, what is she going to do? She's going to take from the child that she's supposed to nurse from his milk, in order to give it to her son, in order that he has extra milk in order he lives at the expense of the first child however <laughs> but somebody else's child maybe you could argue listen she's not going to take away from her primary milk if there's extra milk she'll give it to the other child so you might have thought that maybe somebody else's child is better because she has no, she has no loyalty like uh, to her own son to her own son I understand why it's a suit because she'll give up from even the milk that she's supposed to give to this child to give to her son because she doesn't want her son to get sick when it comes to Ben Haverta, maybe I'll say it's uh, permissible because she's only going to give Ben Haverta if there's extra. That what? It's also a sur. That even Ben Haverta, she cannot nurse. Okay, so let's say that we gave her a little food. Uh, they prosek her a little amount of food. She eats a lot to give her us. Where's she eating from? They gave her a little food. Where's she getting a lot of food? So the Gemara says, Amar of Shishat, Mishela. Meaning she has to go spend her own money and uh, go pay for her own food. Which means that she has to make sure that the milk is, uh, is good. Not eat things that are detrimental for the milk. So that Gibraltar says, My nin, what are these items that are detrimental for the mother's milk? Amar of Kanakegon, Keshut. Hops. She calls hops? Okay. Then she's called Homnon, which is hops. The Haziz. Green sproutings. Okay, grain sproutings, as she says that as well, asabim shel vedagim ketanim is small fish, the adama, eating earth, they eat earth. Abaye amar, afilu kra, even kra, that's a squash, vahabusha, would be a quince, rapapa amar, afilu kra, Kora, that's like the palm. That she says, that's like the hearts of palm. Right? And the chufra. Chufra is dates, that she says, when they're still small. All these items, not good for the uh, milk. That's like that yogurty item. The harsana. And then is fish hash. Minayu paske halba. Some of them cause the milk just to stop totally. Minayu akre halba. And some of them just cause the milk to become uh, weak. And lo- you lose its, uh, its uh, potency. <laughs>